0: Hillary Clinton summarised the state of play. Mr. President, Clinton said, this is the worst meeting I've been to since the 8th grade student council. For the next 20 hours, the room whirred with debate and dispute. Negotiations continued through the day, sometimes in the room, sometimes spilling out into the corridor, and at one point in the Chinese Premier's hotel on the other side of town. Rich countries offered more financial support and greater flexibility for poor countries. Momentum surged forward and fell back. A deal seemed won and then lost. Finally, long after we had begun, the meeting dissolved in substantial disagreement. There had been no miracle. A short face saving statement was all that was salvaged from the wreckage. Thwarted and exhausted, Leaders dispersed to face the bright glare and fading expectations of waiting news conferences. Ashen-faced under the lights of the television cameras, they delivered the bad news. Obama looked down the barrel of the camera and conceded that it was not enough. Kevin Rudd, who with Penny Wong and her staff in the Department of Climate Change, had worked as hard as anyone to get a deal, admitted he was disappointed. Elsewhere, the disconsolate began pointing fingers. Green activists flung insults at departing delegates. The city of Copenhagen is a crime scene tonight, Greenpeace seethed, with guilty men and women fleeing to the airport. In the press centre, journalists sharpened their knives for a bloodletting across the world's front pages. A British editor inked the next day's headline, A Historic Failure That Will Live In Infamy. Sydney's Daily Telegraph prepared to splash with a bitter pun, cop-out. When, after the failure of negotiations, we left the convention centre at 4am, I'd been awake for 45 hours. Many of the Australian team had been awake for longer, an exhausting sprint at the end of a marathon year of preparation. Through the haze of fatigue and crushed expectations, there was one outstanding question. How could this have happened? Billed as the summit to save the world, the Copenhagen Climate Conference had attracted unprecedented global attention. Decades of scientific work had built the case for action. More than a hundred heads of state, thousands of negotiators and countless NGOs had converged. How, with the best of intentions, with the world watching, could something so important go so wrong? There was no shortage of answers, but few of them were satisfying. Many Western commentators immediately accused their political leaders of venality and sabotage. One British journalist reported that a deal was systematically vetoed by the governments of North America and Europe. The environmental campaigner, George Mombio, blamed American oil companies. This failure is the result of a systematic campaign of sabotage by certain states, driven and promoted by the energy industries. Much of this didn't ring true to me, because as far as I could tell, Western leaders were pushing hardest to get a deal. At one point, an obviously frustrated Angela Merkel had demanded, ''Why can't we even mention our own targets?'' when poor countries rejected her attempt to record strong commitments that would have applied only to rich countries. Every Western leader in that room was seeking to strengthen the deal, not weaken it. Others blamed China. Ed Miliband, then Britain's climate secretary, claimed that tougher emissions reductions were vetoed by China despite the support of a coalition of developed and the vast majority of developing countries. Again, this didn't feel like the full story. No single country was powerful enough to veto the deal without support from a wider constituency. Even the United Nations came in for criticism for its organisation of the official meetings. It is true that the UN's ham-fisted attempts at democracy had delivered anarchy on the conference floor. But the disorder and procedural bickering wasn't the root cause of the deadlock. The chaos was merely a symptom of a deeper discord. The fundamental problem was not the United States.